Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Lore Sports proudly brings to you the best racing podcast in the world. Now, here's your host, Lauren Leach, the color guy, Mark Allen, the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. Hey, Loose Lug Nation, welcome to episode 111 of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast, sponsored by The Corp Racing. Thank you, Tim, for all that you do for us, as always. We appreciate it so much. Also, thank you to Chris for that intro as well. Mark, when I think of the 11, I think of Bobby Kendall, who raced with us for uh, a few years up here at Wisconsin International Raceway, also travels around the Midwest. Uh, of course, Denny Hamlin, J.D. Gibbs. Unfortunately, we lost J.D. That was his original number and why Joe Gibbs runs runs that number there. Uh, also, Cale uh, Yarborough. We just talked about Cale uh, 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 the last time we were on here. Unfortunate uh, news with him. Uh, but, you know, the Junior Johnson 11 team with Darrell Waltrip, Bill Elliott, uh, Junior himself, Cale. Um, man, what a what a part of racing that, that team was. Uh, also, Jason Leffler was in the Joe Gibbs 11 for a while. Uh, unfortunately, we lost him a few years back in that incident. Uh, you know, Left Turn was his nickname and got a few hats from Casey Kane's uh, mom when they were doing that deal to raise money for his son. So I remember Blake Cook starting up with um, the colleague number 11. Daniel Hemrick also was in the 11 there. Ned Jarrett raced the 11 for a while. Terry Labani. Josh Williams is going to be in colleague 11 next year. Justin Haley was in that call car. Also was Ryan Truex. Uh, back to local racing. How about Bryce Miller in the trucks, uh, Midwest Truck Series? He's a hot shoe in that series. He's going super late model racing next year. Some exciting news for Bryce. Randy Van Roy at WIAR. Uh, I remember him racing uh, back in the day. Corey Heim in the trucks. Buddy Colfoyd raced that pro late model up by us uh, with Dan Fredrickson's help for a while. Ed Howard in the super stock division at WIR. And Wayne Brevik in that 7-Eleven. He's had a few drivers in there, including Dalton Zier, uh, among others. Uh, who do you got, buddy? Yeah, man, you mentioned Randy Van Roy. How about Ron Van Roy way back then? You know, Van Roy's, they covered that 11. They had that all along. And Bob Austin was in the old Snoopy car, too. Back in the day with the A11 car. You know, going locally here, how about Alex Prunty? You know, we sure do appreciate when he comes up and races with us. He sure could get around. Anthony Danta, he's uh, he's down in uh, Illinois' area. Um, so he's always down by, uh, um, what is that down there, Grundy. Uh, Mike Cox Jr., Randy Sargent, we see him around a lot. Usually a black number 11. Uh, Sam Hart back in the NASCAR Xfinity days. My God, Sam Hart, he was he was a hot shoe back in the day. Um, we saw um, Derek Krause, you know, once when he was with, uh, you know, with uh, colleague. He was in that car also. So, yeah, lots of 11s. Brett Bodine, I don't know if you got him when he was in the Hooters car. Um, so, yeah, lots of uh, lucky number 11s out there, dude. Was – um. Was Mario Andretti also a number eleven? I just thought about this. <laughs> Don't know, man. <laughs> that one, that one's beyond me. It's possibility. I think he was. Um, 
I think he was. In fact, I think even in the Cars movies, he was number 11. So I think we got to add Mario Andretti to that list. All right. Well, Mario, yeah, he's one of the top dogs, ain't it? <laughs> we'll, we'll give it to him. How's that? <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of things can go Mario's way, man. What a legend. Gotcha, yeah. We've seen him run up many times, man. Yeah, they had him in the booth last time, man. Everybody was just in awe. Boy, he looks good for his age, dude. He's, you know, looks like he could still strap in and go. I was just about to say, I think he could still race, man. Yeah, put a wheel in his hand. Let's see what he can do. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, we uh, we don't have a guest this week. We'll get into uh, what our next plans are, but we're going to go over some news. And, boy, there's uh, quite a bit of it here, Mark. So let's get into it right away. Uh, first, I want to say condolences to the family, friends, and fans of three-time Arca Menard Series champion Tim Steele who uh, unfortunately passed away at the age of 55. Over the course of his ARCA career, he won 41 times, third all-time, and collected 31 pulls. So some unfortunate news there. He was from Michigan, wasn't he? I think, he was, from, I think he was from Michigan. But, man, I tell you what, once when, uh, you know, once when ARCA started getting on TV, man, that 16, red 16 car <laughs> was always kicking ass, man. Yeah, I remember Tim Steele really much, and – you know, I haven't heard much from him lately until all of a sudden his name popped up. So, yeah, unfortunate there. We've lost some big names in the racing community uh, lately, man. It, uh, it's been a rough time. Yeah, man, but guess what? Life goes on, so we appreciate what we got and look forward to what we will have. So, yep, so. Yes, he was from Coopersville, Michigan, so you are correct on that. I thought he was from Michigan. Yep. He used to run like, oh, I think it was called the SHS Die Company. I think it was always a 16, and I think it even was a Ford dude, and that really is maybe what perked it up, a red Ford race car, and that's what got my attention right there. <laughs> you love that. I love that. <laughs> uh, also, uh, some unfortunate news here. Um there's been some changes on the Sirius XM channel 90 uh, channel NASCAR radio. I'll be honest. I've been kind of watching and listening to some other things the last week or so, but Claire B. Ling and her show dialed in will no longer be going on. And also trade and paint, which was with chocolate Myers for many years. Uh, Johnny Roberts was the most recent host of that show with chocolate. That is in limbo there, and a lot of people have been asking some questions, and Chocolate's wife, Karen, came over social media and gave an update saying that they heard it was uh, in limbo, so they haven't been on the air since late December, so some changes there. They had a picture with Chocolate. He was uh, he was at a desk or whatever, like, giving thumbs up or whatever, so I saw that on social media lately, so hopefully everything's all right that's going on there. Hey, that Claire B. Lang. That gal, she's been with him for 22 years. I think she has a family member that's not doing well, being sick, and that's maybe why she backed out. So, um, yeah, that was some strange news that came out of came out of there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, she's been with him for a long time, like you said, and she's actually a Wisconsin native. So, um, I always enjoyed her show there. She did some really, really cool stuff there. Could really relate to the fans. Um, so she she's gonna do something else, she said. So we'll look forward to seeing what she does. 
Yeah, so <laughs> there's a life life change for her. So unfortunate, man, but she'll she'll figure it out. But we definitely know who she was, and we'll see who will fill those huge shoes to uh, to cover for her. For sure. Uh, on to some happier news now. How about congratulations to Timmy Hill and his family on the birth of their their son Hoover, and also Jeremy Clements and his family on the birth of their daughter Kennedy. So, uh, two new. Uh, racers born into the world that's what i was gonna say dude just just uh you know get them up and uh get a wheel in their hand get a go-kart and get started and uh we'll have some future racing there <laughs> yes sir how about wisconsin native josh balicki he announced he's going to do a partial xfinity schedule for dgm racing in the number 92 car this year he will be in the car for daytona and the rest of the schedule is to be determined yet is that the one that Williams was in in that 92 car? So yes. that it's, it's a little established. Okay, so Balicki, he'll drive anything, man, if they just throw the keys at him. So, hey, good for him. We'll see what, what happens with that, okay? And he's had a prior relationship with them. I think that 91 was related to DGM, and either that or he's drove for him in the past. So he has a little bit of a relationship already with them. Yep, good for him. So, yeah, more seat time for him and get some more experience. But, uh, yeah, he's been in all three series. He's all over the place. All over, yep, road racer, everything. Uh, the Z-Max Formula Cars Tour is expanding westward with the formation of the Pro Late Model Series West. The nine-race schedule will begin on February 17th at Kern Raceway. That's Kevin Harvick's Kern. Or is it Kevin's Kern, Kern Raceway, so... Correct. Yes. Yeah, I just got that on iRacing and turned a few laps there, and quite an interesting little uh, bullring out there. Haven't really sat down and tried to grind on it to see how hard it is, but it's an interesting uh, facility out there in Bakersfield. I like it. I think it's a great track. Yeah. So, what I've what I've seen, I, I haven't had much time to actually investigate it, but it looks pretty good. So, yeah. So we're going west with them. They didn't come north up this way, though, did they? Not yet. We'll see what the, the future holds here, but All right. we have some good racing up here, so we'll we'll hold off for now. All right. Yeah, we're good so far. <laughs> uh, with sports betting starting soon in North Carolina and the law required requiring betting operators to have an agreement with sport teams or leagues, DraftKings has announced an agreement with NASCAR and BetMGM announced the deal with Charlotte Motor Speedway. This is something you're going to see more and more as uh, – legalized sports betting becomes nationwide it is it, it, it is the way that it's going remember how how much betting was just just horrible just it's a sin and you can't do this and you know and it's just slowly been coming on and you know so yep it's the way the the way of the world right now so yep there's betting in nascar yep and, you know, DraftKings has done daily fantasy stuff for NASCAR and other sports online. So they haven't had an official partnership, but there was ways to do some daily fantasy stuff with them prior. Yeah, nothing wrong as long as you do it responsibly. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a hard thing. I, I try to stay away from that because you know how my luck is. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? Ward Borton said uh, – what? Oh, I almost Wood talked Burton, to Wood Burton, Wood exactly. That's how that's how he talks. Wood Burton. <laughs> uh, Ward Burton says that his son Jeb Burton convinced him to get back behind the wheel. He's excited to have some fun at Orange County Speedway for the Rogers Heating and Cooling Orange Crush 200, which will be held on March 28th. 
Good for him. Yeah, I saw he's gonna get back in there. He's been he hasn't been in a cockpit for a long time. There was a there was a while there where he just like didn't even know what he was doing. He's doing some nature stuff, isn't it? He kind of yeah, he's doing something like like that. And he's he's keeping himself busy. So good for Ward. He's been playing around with like snakes and stuff and showing off snakes, and it makes me kind of queasy. Just not queasy, but. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, man, I, I could never do that. Me and snakes uh, don't really agree. Yeah, but you want to jump in a shark tank, so don't give me that. Well. It's part of the food cover. chain, dude. You are part of the food chain. So, no, <laughs> I don't go there when I could become dinner. So, no, I stay out of that idea. <laughs> uh, the truck race at Atlanta this uh, this past year was 135 laps as it was sponsored by Freight Auction, so they made it 208 miles. There hasn't been a sponsor announced yet for this year, but the race will go back to being 200 miles, which will be 130 laps, so a little shorter. Yep, that's fine. So they're tweaking some of those races, still don't have where the laps are. Hey, they just came out with all the, the stages when they're all coming out. And I, I don't look at that. I'll, I'll worry about that when, when it's race day. I, I don't really care about when the stages have happened. I, I agree there. I haven't looked uh, too far into it either. I'll look more as the race week comes upon us to see what it is. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Tim Duggar will perform concerts at Speedway Motorsports Track this year. February 25th at Atlanta, April 13th at Texas, April 28th at Dover, May 19th at North Wilkesboro, May 26th at Charlotte, June 7th at Sonoma, June 30th at Nashville, September 20th at Bristol, October 13th at Charlotte, and October 20th at Vegas. Also, there will be a pre-race concert for the Cup Race at Texas, and that'll be 38 special. So I know there's some music fans that listen into this, so there's some concerts that have been announced. Yep, so that's always popular, man. They, they put everybody like on the trioval, you know, you all go down there and pack on down there and they throw somebody in there. So, hey, man, if that gets more fannies in the seat, more power to them. No doubt. Yeah. You know, you and I have talked about that when there was, uh, when we went down to Iowa the second time and our significant others came and, you know, the concert was part of it for them to, co to come along. You know, they, they enjoy that. So I think it's good that more and more tracks and events do this and as we surprised them they just said there's more going on than just sitting in a chair and watching cars go around and found out there was some awesome concerts going on out there and there's so much more to do and yeah my wife didn't take her armband off her wristband off for two weeks so that shows just how much she really enjoyed the show dude heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh Stuart haas Racing has a new logo out there. Uh, also, Kansas Speedway does as well. I know there's been some other speedways that have. Seems like most of the speedways are pretty getting to be pretty similar with uh, a little spin of their own flavor on it. Yeah, Haas had a, an old logo. I guess it's been around for a long time. And so I guess the 41 car is the one that's actually going to show the new, mostly the new advertising for uh, Stuart Haas. And then some, some news that we didn't necessarily expect here. Hall of Fame crew chief Ray Evernham, who worked as an IROC mechanic in his younger days, and former Michael Waltrip Racing co-owner Rob Kaufman have bought the IROC, IROC brand and hope to have an event in 2024 with historic IROC race cars. 
Um, there's also some news. I'm going to mention it here. I've read a lot of people's insight on this. I don't know. I do not think that it's related at all, but SRX has also canceled their 2024 season. Um, the more I read about this, people were putting two and two together and thinking this was a kind of a deal breaker for them when IROC was coming back. Uh, sounds like it was not. It just happens to be announced within a day or two of each other. So it uh, doesn't seem like it's really uh, a big deal that IROC is coming back. Something happened with our SRX, and they're going to be done for 2024. But the way their announcement was worded makes it seem like it com could come back in the future. It's possible. To, you know, when we got done iRace the other day, and I wanted to pick your brain on this one, saying, is this is this coincidence just when IROC shows up and then the SRX went away? I mean, hey, man, they were going to run Cedar Lake. They were running Slinger. I mean, they were coming around here, and then all of a sudden the rug got pulled out. And um, Your answer to me was, like, Tony Stewart's got so many irons in the fire, and and that's definitely uh, probably an equation in this whole mess, so... Um, unfortunately, hope it comes back. Um, even though they were coming to Slinger, I was not going to give up Thursday Night Thunder up in Kakana. So, um, cause I could always actually record or watch it on TV. So I'd be cheating that way. But, um, yeah, I could see how people were trying to put two and two together to figure out how one came about and the other one failed. So, um, we'll see where this carries on to this IROC series. I mean, we got one already. It's called the cup series in NASCAR. Uh, <laughs> practically uh so i don't know are we gonna are we gonna dig up some retro camaros man like the old days and, and go out there and run them or whatever so uh interesting to see what kind of car they come up with um and we'll see where it goes from there yeah when you asked me about it and um yeah my answer was i think that Stewart, what Tony Stewart has going on with trying to start a family, with having a sprint car series, with having the, um, with him getting back into the seat for the Drakeson, with him having his cup team and doing whatever else he's doing, because you know there's more behind the scenes that we don't know about, that has a bigger impact on it than IROC coming back. So that's, that's my opinion. I don't have any knowledge, but doing some research, a lot of people tend to agree that IROC coming back really didn't have a big impact on SRX going away. Um, not sure exactly why SRX is, is going away for this year. Um, but we'll see what the, the future holds. The, the strange thing about the SRX deal was they, they made a big deal, came out with the schedule, you know, ESPN is going to carry it, carry us again in, in coming out with the schedule and then saying, uh, we're not going to do it anymore. So the, the timing of it is very strange to me. It was, yeah, the schedule came out, and then they said, no, we're not going to do it. So um, I don't know what happened with the TV deal or which way they're going to go with that direction. I'm sure that was, you know, wh wh where they were going to go with that, if ESPN was going to, and if they were going <laughs> to, who knows, they could, you know how they are. Every once in a while they can tape delay it, you know, and keep it from being live or whatever and show it like at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, that's irrelevant, so why would you want to do something like that? So. All right, so we'll see where that goes. Um, um, hopefully they both can survive in this world, yeah, together. Yep. Brad Perez will drive select Xfinity races for Alpha, Alpha Prime Racing in its four, number 45 car, uh, which will run a partial schedule this year. 
He'll also uh, will help the team with its simulator sessions. His first race will be at Coda. So yeah, Perez, he's uh, just trying to share a ride there, and uh, you know we'll see what happens there. Getting some seat time. Yep. Uh, Spencer Boyd, uh, we talked about his new venture. He has partnered with Chris Miller, owner of Freedom Warranty, to buy some GMS racing trucks and operate a full time team which will be Freedom Racing Enterprises. It'll be the number 76 Chevrolet. Boyd will drive. Greg Eli will crew chief. Jeff Hammond will be the GM. When's the last time you've seen a 76 in NASCAR do it? There you go. Think about that one. <laughs> I don't, don't know if I can. I could go local, but I can't figure out a 76 in NASCAR. So when I saw that number, just like, there's one off the wall. I was thinking 76 was um, Unical. Yeah, we did, I did say that. I remember I said I had a surprise for you on the 76. I remember doing that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, no, it was the 75 Realtree car, uh, Rick Mast. Uh, so that when you said 76, I was thinking 75 for some reason. Boy, I'm sure we listed some on, on there, but uh, it's been a while. Strange man, so that's a strange number, and we'll see where that goes. So, yep. Uh, Jake Finch will do six ARCA National Series races and three ARCA West races for Venturini Motorsports this year. Among the races will be the season opener at Daytona. So, there's a young talent joining Venturini's for some races. You know what? I see what's going on in ARCA. I have a feeling it's going to be a little bit more exciting this year. It seems to be pretty good. There's some people coming and going and going in there. and um, Interesting to sit back and see what happens with ARCA this year. Yeah. In, in fact, there was some other news um, here. I, I don't even have it on here talking about ARCA, but Brandon Jones and another driver are going to be splitting uh, an ARCA ride with um, – with a team and and so brandon jones is going to come back down to arca a little bit as well as uh being with um junior motorsports again in fact it's uh cook racing technologies tanner rife and brandon jones for mul multiple arca menard series races so you take a youngster like that somebody that's coming up and get, get him under your wing and and hey man that's uh you know learn how to what how to do it you know and could uh, enhance a career out there, so good for him. Absolutely. Travis Mack, who was crew chief for Daniel Suarez at Trackhouse and was also with uh, Junior Motorsports and Hendrick Motorsports prior, is now Colleague Racing's technical director and crew chief for the number 16 cup car. That cup car is only going to run, well, it's supposed to run the whole season, but Almond Digger is only going to run a, a limited schedule on there, so we'll see. Colleg put out, and they want to, you know, battle for the um, the championship, driver's championship. Uh, don't be surprised if uh, Ty Dillon is a part of that team also. Oh, really? Yes, Ty Dillon could possibly be with Colleg in a cup ride. Every once in a while you might see him pop in. But Almondinger is only going to run, eh, you know, somewhere in the 20s. They're not going to run a full season, so. But, hey, win the Daytona 500, and that plan will change real quick. <laughs> it very well could. You're right. <laughs> um, in somewhat of swap of roles as well, the new crew chief for Daniel Suarez will be Matt Swiderski, whose nickname is Squid. He comes from Colleague Racing in the 16 Cup car to replace Travis Mack at, at Trackhouse there. 
Okay, so yeah, we're getting the crew chiefs and going this way and that way. And we're starting to see sponsorship that's really been moving around this way and not that way too, which is rather important. You got to have it. For sure. Uh, Shane Wilson, crew chief, the Ty Dillon truck at Rackley War this season. And then also Amber Balkin will drive a full ARCA national schedule for Venturini. Venturini, they've been around forever, man. Um, yeah, we even got to meet the old man uh, down at Road America, man. Remember that? Yeah. I got my picture with Big Bill. That's right. Yes, we walked up to him, and uh, you guys filled out the picture really well. <laughs> you two, oh. two, two big boys in the picture. I had to step back a little bit to, to get you both in there, but good deal. Hey, he was friendly as hell too, man. You know, he was approachable, and it was really cool how we spent a little time with him. So that was, you know, they are uh, they're the foundation of the Arca series. They've been there forever. And, and super successful, my gosh. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nashville Fair Board okayed a request from Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway promoter Track Enterprises to allow a race at the fairgrounds on Thursday, June 27th, prior to the Cup weekend at Nashville Super Speedway. It's to be determined on what will be on track. Obviously, it will not be SRX. The board had to, be, had to okay it because it's a weekday event. Oh, so once again, you know, I put that out there when we got back from Nashville and those the, the struggles and the juggling of how they're going to try to keep that place going. And uh, so it's interesting. Uh, they got a full schedule this year. So I'll tell you what, fans, <laughs> if you uh, if you want to go to an event at Nashville, the 400 this year, uh, I recommend you get on down there. You'll run into a lot of Wisconsin people like uh, I did this year. And uh, we'll see where Nashville goes from there, man. They got to save that place. But uh, it's it's pretty much an uphill swim right now. Yeah. it. I'm hopeful for the place, but we'll see what happens. Yep. So, but uh, they're in the news and they got a full schedule. So, so far, so good. Yep. Uh, Rowdy Energy is shutting down this month. Uh, unfortunate news from from Kyle Bush there. Surprising one for me as well. Yeah, it was for me too. You know, I, I thought that was rather successful as it was going, but you know, I'm sure the competition's pretty stuff on when it comes to sports drinks and stuff like that. So, you know, unfortunately, I think he made some bucks off of that for a little bit. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, NASCAR Full Speed, a Netflix sports series, will start to air on January 30th. So excited to see that one. What's that all about? Where is it at? It's going to be on Netflix. I don't know if it's covering the full season or just the playoffs. They did the playoffs last year. I hope it covers more of the full season. Like, um, And you know I've been begging for this for years. Uh, for it to be like the Drive to Survive from Formula One on Netflix. That is just absolutely incredible. I'm hoping it's more like that. So uh, we'll see in less than two weeks what that is. All right. There's something to pay attention to on Netflix. Huh? All right. We'll do that. Yeah. Uh, more ARCA news. Christian Rose will drive another full ARCA season for AM Racing. Okay. So carry on. Corey Heim, in addition to his full truck series at Tricon, will do a partial Xfinity schedule for Sam Hunt Racing in the number 26 car. First race will be at Vegas. The rest of the schedule will be announced later. 
Yeah, Corey, hi, I'm going down cherry picking, but uh, yeah, that's all right, man. Um, go back down to Arca and go get yourself a victory and stuff like that. So, yeah, we, we see the, the talent was behind Corey Heim. No, that's Xfinity. So he's moving up to Xfinity. He's moving up to Xfinity, but he's also in the Arca. Take that back. No, Corey Heim is a full time in the trucks this year. Yep, just he's like only, last year. He's dabbling in the, in the Xfinity. And yeah, now he's going back to Arca and, and he's d doing that too. So he'll be, he'll be busy. He's moving around. Oh, yeah. Uh, RSS Racing is uh, thrilled to welcome back CJ McLaughlin as the driver of the 38 in 2024. He's going to run a partial schedule starting at Daytona. You know, and then the Sieg brothers, they're running full-time this year. So, yeah, got them Fords out on the, on the track. We'll see how they go. Yep. Uh, some rules here. The 2024 short track road course package will use a new diffuser and a three-inch spoiler. Previously was two inches. Bristol and Dover are not part of this. Uh, it'll be likely that a practice for cup teams at Phoenix – uh, for its first race, the clash will still be the 2023 practice. Okay, so I know they're messing around with those louvers underneath there, and they're still uh, they're still trying to make it better. So hey, keep keep uh, swinging away at it. Yeah. So I knew that sounded a little weird. So it's going to be likely that a Friday practice for Cup teams prior to its race later that weekend will be there. So. Um, and then also to prevent teams delaying changing entry after qualifying order is established, uh, there's a new rule. Any vehicle that changes a driver after the designated time that would alter the driver-based numbers of the total performance metric score will qualify first in their respective group. Okay. <laughs> okay, whatever. So someone's playing games there. Yeah, so they buttoned something up there that somebody was messing around Yep. Uh, NASCAR slightly changed the rule for an uncontrolled tire to allow a tire that rolls into an adjacent pit stall and doesn't interfere with their stop to be okay if it bounces further toward pit road as long as only halfway into that box. NASCAR also changed its graphic on a car interfering with another team's pit stop. So let me put this in perspective as far as the uncontrolled tire. So previously it could go into the pit box behind or forward halfway if it was less than halfway out to pit road so closest to uh the pit box wall if it goes out now into the other side of the pit box not on the pit road itself but the pit box closest to pit road it still will be okay if it does not interfere with the pit stop so that halfway in between, because the car could be closer to the wall or inside, so that's a ball and strike call. I would have to defer to NASCAR. You would have to because because the cars don't always land in the same spot in the pit box. Sometimes they're close to the wall. Sometimes they only got three tires in. You know, sometimes they're in at an angle. You know. Well, ball. that's why I think it's less of a ball and straight call because now it can go into the pit box in front of them at any part instead of closest. So I think they I've got all, rid of the gray I've by always extending been against that. that. I've always been against that. You know why? When they come around and you see these tires, when they, they take it and they flip them around the right front fender and they, they roll them to the wall, and uh, and they by the time they catch them, they're in the other guy's pit stall. 
And, uh, yeah, if you don't catch them there, well, then uh, boo-hoo to you. But uh, uh, I've always believed that, you know, they've they've been playing with that. Remember the old days when uh, you would uh, change the right tires and then you just leave them flat laying there out on the pit road and then make uh, people behind you go around them and everything like that. So they've come a long way with the pit rules and, and tires and stuff like that. Um, so, all right, we'll see where this, this all goes. Yeah. Uh, spotters will be getting extra tools. They will now be able to carry a device to monitor time and scoring. And they can now use cell phones while on the roof. They'll also get a third two-way radio. Previously, they had two, but one radio must be issued and programmed by NASCAR. Okay. <laughs> These guys are going to have... Yeah, they're going to have headphones on. They're going to have uh, phones in each hand. They're going to have satellite pickup. Jeez, uh, dude. Okay, that's what we got to do. I do think the timing and scoring will be helpful instead of trying to, you know, stop, watch it, or do whatever they were doing. So well, I do think. Championship team wins a Rolex, and so your crew, your uh, your spotter gets a Rolex for the 2025 season. There you go. <laughs> there's your timing learn how to use it well well here's another positive announcement <laughs> wow. um, <laughs> um someone is cancer free and that's tommy baldwin so uh he says he can't thank everyone family friends supporters and race fans enough for the continued support in that journey um on a little bit of sadder news uh well not necessarily Thoughts are with Holly Kane, who continues her her fight against it and had to go in for another procedure to remove some cancer. Yeah, that cancer is a nasty disease. So, yep, we'll uh, say a prayer for them, and hopefully everything works okay. Yep. Uh, here's some sponsorship news that you had mentioned previously. RCR and Bennett extend their partnership. So does Global Industries with RCR. Uh, also, Rebel Bourbon will be on Kyle Busch's car this year as well. Legacy has signed Dollar Trees or Family Dollar to a multi-year deal. It will be on all three cars for select races for John Hunter Nemechek, Eric Jones, and for Jimmy Johnson at Dover in April, Kansas in September, and Vegas in October. Yep, so sponsorship has started to be the big news here this week of who's going where and who's coming on board and who's still around. Yep. Trackhouse has signed 17-year-old Connor Zilich to a multi-year deal. He will run a mix of Cars Tour, Trans Am, IMSA, ARCA, Trucks, and Xfinity. So Connor Zilich about to be a busy youngster. Yes, busy. That was the word that I was looking for. He's going to be busy. Uh, Sonny D will be a sponsor for Josh Berry. Remember, they were on the four car with Kevin Harvick a little bit there. And then Stefan Parsons will be in the number 75 truck for Henderson Motorsports this year. Uh, you know? Yeah, the, uh, Parker Kligerman was previously dabbling in that ride. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking at Josh Berry and RCR, and oh, there was no sponsorship there at all, dude. And it was looking pretty shaky. Um, so, yeah, Josh Berry just landed the Sunny D, and they just came out, uh, I think, today. Harrison's is on board, so we're getting a little bit of sponsorship. But otherwise, um, it was pretty dry there for RCR. You know, uh, uh, Briscoe's got Mahinda tractors you know but otherwise everybody else in rcr doesn't have sponsorship so i thought that was going to be rather concerning what was going to go on there you mean shr shr yes 
Uh, Celsius will be back with Colleg Racing this year as primary sponsor of races in both Cup and Xfinity for AJ Allmendinger. Uh, speaking of SHR, Andy's Frozen Custer will be primary sponsor for three races for Cole Custer as Custer defends his Xfinity Series title. That's quite a colorful car, dude. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, they were on uh, Anthony Alfredo's car last year, I believe. The the yellow, blue, red. Uh, yeah, it's colorful. That's a good way it looks to like, it. Looks like rolling ice cream is what it does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beverage flavoring company Circle will be primary sponsor for Daniel Hemrick for 19 of the cup races at Cullig. And then Lawless Allen is going to drive for Ram Brothers Racing this year. Yep. So, all right. That sounds good. Move on. Here's some uh, more really sad news. This one, uh, this one sucked reading as well. Uh, veteran NASCAR crew chief Ryan Pemberton, not Robin. Uh, Robin was with uh, Rusty Wallace. That, but Ryan Pemberton, who was at Junior Motorsports among a lot of other places really respected uh one that one name that i looked up to and knew um he was most recently the competition director at junior motorsports died at the age of 54 um that's way too early up to and being with junior motorsports i mean um that one was shocking i didn't uh, know if he was going through anything but we lose uh, another good one there. Yeah, Pemberton. All of a sudden, I had to look that up and just like, wow, 54 is way too young, man. So uh, that's unfortunate also. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Johnson will do the two uh, the, the 2024 Daytona 500 with sponsor Carvan Carvana. Also, we'll do the Brickyard 400 and the season finale at Phoenix. So that makes Johnson's schedule so far as announced Daytona. In February, Texas, Dover, the Kansas May race, Charlotte in May, Indy, Kansas in September, Vegas, October, and Phoenix in November. So, yep. So they got, I believe that's nine races, right? So, so yep. They're backing up and got some good sponsorship there, so they're good to go. Yep. Um, you mentioned Harrison's. It'll be the primary sponsor for Barry for uh, Atlanta next month and the all-star race at Wilkesboro. And then FRM switches technical alliances from RFK to back-to-back -back Cup Series champions Penske for 2024. Uh, Front Row Motorsports said that they, they smaller teams, you kind of have to make these adjustments and go with different teams sometimes. Yeah, well, they were with, uh, they were with them for 2016, you know, and so with uh, with Keselowski, right? Is that which way they're going? And they're going to Penske. So, yep. So that's a, another satellite team out there to help out with all them Fords. Yep. So they go from RFK to Penske for this year. Um, Rick Ware Racing announces that Chris Lawson, who was former, formerly of Front Row Motorsports, will crew chief for Justin Haley, and his car number will be 51. Remember, we were unsure if it would be 51 or 15. Um, so he will be the 51. So who's going to be in the 15 then? To be announced later. That is not true. Today they came out with uh, Kaz Grala, and they're going to run 25 races in there with that 15 car, and they're not running Daytona. They're going to run the Clash, and then they're going to start up uh, running at Atlanta, so they will not be at the 500. That is correct. You are right there. So, um, yep, Kaz Grala for 25, and then uh... – the rest of the lineup, including the 500, will be announced later. Yep. So, all right. Got one on you today. You're working, man, and I had a chance to go 
see what was going on. In well, I have that later in my notes there. I didn't. Uh -huh. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt will drive select Xfinity races for Sam Hunt Racing in the number 26 car. Forever Lawn will be the sponsor. Total number of races will be announced later. First race will be Atlanta next month. Yeah, Sam Hunt. They're, they've been around, so we'll see how that goes, sharing a ride. Yep. Chad Kendrick, most recently the crew chief of the 25 truck with Matt Benedetto, will serve as crew chief for Wisconsin native Parker Retzloff at Jordan Anderson Racing this year in the Xfinity Series. Shane Whitbeck will continue to be with Jeb Burton. Sure, put, put, sure pulling for Retzloff. You know, he's a old badger boy too you know and um does rather well let's see uh let's see he's getting another year's experience let's see how what he can do he, every once in a while he pops up a good race man he caught a lot of people's attention last year i'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do in his second year there for jordan anderson racing exactly you you betcha let's see what he can do now he's got a little experience yep daniel die will do 10 xfinity races for colleague racing in the number 10 car will be a part-time car in the stable He'll be there for Daytona in February, Martinsville, April, Dover, Iowa, Pocono, Indy, Michigan, Kansas in September, Vegas, October, Phoenix, November. And I'm sure that 10 car will be at a lot of other racetracks. It seemed like there was it was a revolving door with all the different drivers that were going through it. So we'll, we'll see. I think that 10 is going to be a lot more active than that this year. Yep. Classic Collision will be primary sponsor for at least 11 races for Ryan Ellis at Alpha Prime Racing this year. Ellis will be doing the full season there. Yep, so full time on that one. Uh, Wendy's will sponsor Trackhouse Racing this year. Two cup races, including Talladega in April, and one Xfinity race for Shane Van Gisbergen. We'll also do the Xfinity race at Daytona with Daniel Suarez. Um, rest to be determined. Good. See the Wendy's in there. So, yep, good to see them on board. All right. Yep. Um, Quaker State extends their partnership with Trackhouse as well, including sponsorship for Daniel Suarez to return to the NASCAR Mexico Series at the L.A. Coliseum. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I did hear about that. They were going to run that over there. So, hey, Quaker State's been around for a long time and always had some really sharp-looking cars, man. For sure, man. Uh, I like that green and yellow for sure. Um, for the clash on, um, here's a little bit of the schedule here. Saturday, February 3rd, cup practice will be at 510 and heats at 730. Both those are Eastern time. On Sunday, February 4th, the Mexico race will be at 330 Eastern. Cup last chance qualifier will be 640 Eastern. Cup main event will be at 8 Eastern. Uh, the clash is on Fox. The Mexico Series race will be on FS1. So I said Eastern time there. Remember, if you're in Wisconsin, Midwest, Central time is what you want to go off of. And yeah, they're two hours behind us. So, so pay attention to the times there. Yep. Uh, the differences in this year's clash for, format versus last year's, there'll be no single car qualifying. Heat race lineups determined by final practice speeds. There'll be one last chance qualifier of 75 laps instead of 250 laps from last year. 23 drivers in the A-Main versus 27 last year. Yep, I see the picture of the racetrack out there, and they've got it all set. It looks uh, looks pretty sharp out there, just like it did last year. Yeah, looks good, man. Uh, some more concert news. Dylan Francis is going to be doing a pre-race DJ set at The Clash. 
And then the mid-race concert during the break for the Clash will be Machine Gun Kelly. All right. <laughs> that sounds good. So, Before I get into non-NASCAR and short track related news, do you have any short track news or NASCAR news that you want to uh, talk about, Mark? You know, the only thing I saw that got my attention is saying that uh, rumor has it that Austin Dillon, this is going to be his last year, talking that he's going to be the executive for RCR in 2025. So uh, pay attention to that. This could be Austin Dillon's last year. That is something I didn't expect you to say. I have not seen anything about that, so I'll have to pay attention. Yep, so I caught that. That's out there, and that would probably make sense. You know, uh, Richard Childress is really getting up there, you know, so and the grandson taking over, so if you connect the dots there, yeah, it's, it's a possibility, so we'll see where that lands. I could see that for sure, yep. So, But otherwise, dude, you covered every base of everything that's going on here. Um, you know, let's go into the uh, local stuff, you know, what's going on with the others, other racing series. Yeah, uh, go ahead, fire away, buddy. Hey, uh, the World Series of Racing down at Smyrna, which is uh, going to be after the clash, Hey man, our buddy Chad Butts, he's gonna he's gonna throw his hat in the ring. I haven't heard of anybody else. I know Dan Fredrickson likes to go down there and run every once in a while. I mean, how much racing can you do in what what is that? Seven nights, eight nights down there? It's 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 crazy. Lots of racing down there. But uh, yeah, good to see Chad Butts is gonna go down there and give it a give it a whirl. Yeah, absolutely. He's teaming up with uh, a team down there. Do you got the team he's uh, teaming up with at all? I did not. Nope. I, I read it, but I can't remember it. So, but, uh, so, um, he is going to be teaming up with Glenn Styers racing going to be doing a, a part-time schedule down there, uh, in a pro late model, uh, for the world series of asphalt there. And, and I know I said we would get into what's next for us. We're, we're going to have Chad butts on, um in two weeks so we're gonna have him just prior to him going down to the world series of asphalt to talk about everything so tune into that that would be on the hotline right far out dude good deal <laughs> for sure what else you got that's about it man just uh slugging away here trying to stay warm haven't got out of the house in a few days but uh yeah the news all of a sudden the news this week is just moving fast it's kind of interesting to try to keep up with it all right now it is for sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, the other uh, short track racing news that I heard is there's been a um, set of tracks and series coming together to try to do a set of rules uh, to kind of come and make traveling easier for a lot of drivers. So um, more to come on that. I know uh, there's been some tracks that have announced it already that are going to do this in series. Uh, I think there might be more joining them. So um that's about it as far as I'm hearing for short track as well. You know, they put it on social media. Here's the rules, you know, and that's all That's all French to me. I, I, <laughs> I didn't, didn't even look at the rules because it doesn't pertain to me. But, you know, it's the Tundra Series, the Midwest Tour. Uh, four states are involved with it. Um, other tracks are in negotiations with it. Uh, my feeling is, you know, I believe the, like, Dirt Series, it seems like, Dirt has that all figured out where when you're a dirt car racer, you can go anywhere and it's the same rules package, but it's not that way with, with the uh, asphalt cars. And um, I'm all for it as long as it doesn't cost the participants more money. You know, I'm more, I, you know, it'd be great to see 
other people coming from other racetracks to come and to participate. I mean, if that enhances that, I'm all for it. Um, just hope it doesn't cost more money or uh, more time to uh, to imp implicate it. And and will the new short track tire package, if people start adopting that here, I'm not sure if that's part of these rules or not. I haven't read too much into it. Like you, I'm not really technical. Um, but will that help traveling as well? Because other times, you know, I think about just us at Wisconsin International Raceway, people have to try to find used tires if their track doesn't have any to put two on for the race so they can get two new. Is that going to help promote traveling too? So is this short track traveling and rules package really starting to take off that's really going to promote the sport? I'm really hopeful for it. There seems to be a lot of people involved with this. It's not just a couple here or there. It sounds like there's a whole bunch of people pulling the rope on this. So, And there's a lot of smart people out there, dude. So uh, let's see where this goes, man. I'm, uh, I'm all for it. Let's see what happens. Yeah, and while I'm hopeful, I'm also waiting to see what other tracks do because not everyone's included in it just yet. So uh, we'll see what happens too. But, uh, um, yeah, just some news that uh, we have to share. You know, yeah, with Hoosier and a late model tire or late model um, rules package that's going on here, it's just like, uh, wow, interesting stuff. You know, we just dealt with the Stars Series, you know, from last year, you know, with this four barrel like this. And, man, everybody's trying different kinds of things to make things work, man. So, um, yeah, on we go, man. People are trying to improve things. So I, I'm all for it. Yeah. Some non – well, first, before I go on, any other news that you want to share or talk about? I am all scratched off, dude. Uh, I should have I should have picked up that late models rule because that is kind of a huge deal what's going on behind the scenes. I'm sure we'll be talking to some local people around here that is even going to fill us in to see the advantages and disadvantages behind it. So, um, so you and I will be learning as we go on something like that. But otherwise, man uh, – yeah, we're uh, we're sitting here in the middle of January, just uh, um, having withdrawals, man, waiting for racing. Yeah, and we're not too far out with uh, what the Rolex Twenty Four is next weekend already. The Clash the weekend after World Series of Asphalt going on um, starting in in two weeks as well. Uh, we're not far, and then the Clash, so we're not far out, buddy. Hey, and Cordell is going next weekend also down in Georgia. So the, so the Supers are going to start firing up there. Um, they were kind of looking around down there like, where where are the snowbirds? I don't, don't, I don't see or hear anybody from up here going down there. Um, I haven't seen nothing yet unless somebody's going to throw their hat in the ring. But don't know. See, see what's going on. But, yeah, we're right around the corner, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, some non-NASCAR-related news. Um, this was kind of big news there, but MoneyGram Haas Formula One team has appointed, and I'm going to butcher this name, Ayo Kamatsu as its new team principal with Gunther Steiner departing the organization. Gunther became a huge symbol um, for Formula One because of that Drive to Survive Netflix series I was just talking about. So a lot of people disappointed in the way that ended for Gunther. But uh, so uh, Haas has um, appointed a new team principal. Also, we talked about the, the Chili Bowl. I was uh, a week ahead of my time with the stats and all that, but we didn't do a podcast last week, so it ended up being okay. But how about this? Logan Seavey uh, goes back to back and gets his second Chili Bowl win. 
He joins Kevin, Kevin Swindell, Rico Abreu, Christopher Bell, and Kyle Larson as the only back-to-back champions in the Chili Bowl. And, and listen to this year that Logan Seavey had. He won the Chili Bowl last year. He won Indiana Midget Week Championship, USAC Midget Championship, USAC Four Crown National Sweep, USAC Silver Crown Championship, and the 2024 Chili Bowl, Bowl all in one year. Kyle Larson even comments and wonders if there has ever been a better overall USAC midget season. That's how good that was for Logan. That's amazing because you don't see that these days where somebody's that good these days with the technology and everything like that. So, wow, hats off to him, man. Pay attention to that career and see where it goes. Absolutely. He's, uh, He's been a hot shoe for some time. Um, also, I want to mention congratulations to, to Buddy Kofoid. We talked about him as being a number 11. He finished second in the Chili Bowl. Uh, there was kind of a um, grade mark in the area where he could have been declared the leader over CV and was ruled to go back to second place. So um, I know he was wondering about that. Even Logie, Logan CV was uh, wondering about that as well. Um, but he uh, was declared second-place finisher. Yeah. You know, Buddy ran up here. You know, Dan Fredrickson brought him over here and ran a little bit of the late models. And by the time we got down there, we never we never actually got to really run into him and see him. So, um, yeah, so the name is very familiar, and, and, boy, the talent is overflowing with him. Oh, absolutely. I'm excited to see what the future holds for, for both of those drivers and, and happy for Swindell Speed Lab, too, with uh, Kevin Swindell and his accent. We talked about him being a four-time winner. He now goes back-to-back as an owner, uh, him and his wife and team. So pretty cool there as well. Yeah, yeah. So good stuff there, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, folks, that's that's all we got for news and, and race talk here. Um, I know there was a lot there. I want to share what's next for us. So next week we are very hopeful to have Rich Bickle on. There's been some news about his driver development and uh, he came back to racing a few uh, weeks last year. So we want to talk to him about that. Thought it was a good time to have him on. Quite frankly, I've been wanting him to have, have him on for some time. I wanted him to sit for just a little bit to really get the emotion of what it's like to be out of the seat. Um, Kind of went too long on my part. I apologize for that, but excited to hear from from Rich again. So uh, hopefully we can make that happen. Sounds positive. And then, like I mentioned, the week after will be Chad Butts before he goes down for the World Series of Asphalt there and runs with uh, Glenn Snyder's for the Pro Late Model deal part-time. So that's the next two weeks for us. Uh, We appreciate everyone's support. Thank you, Tim, and, and the Corp Racing. We appreciate it. Mark, thanks to you, man. Uh, it was a good week off, but happy to be back talking racing. Can't wait for the next two weeks and in the future for us. And uh, thanks, man. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, racing never sleeps, man. Even on the off season, you gotta, you know, there's always news out there and you pay attention to it and everything. So it's a, it's around the, around the calendar time off. So yeah, I'm ready, man. I'm ready to, to uh, get this season started. Let's get going. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a production of Lore Sports. Hope you all enjoyed it, and thank you for listening.